Today on Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. You know, we, we read these beautiful statements in Scripture, but do we really believe them? I mean, do we, in fact, glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces character and character hope, you know, perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Do we really believe that? You know, we do. We do if we take the time to consider it and meditate on it and embrace what the Bible says is God's intended end. Do you glory in tribulations? Pastor Robert challenges what we believe in today's teaching as we learn to embrace God's intended end for suffering. The scriptures aid us greatly in coming to understand the blessings suffering produces in us as we humble ourselves under the training and instruction of the Lord. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. But first, here's Pastor Robert in the book of James, chapter 5, verse 10, with today's study. American heroes, the famous Americans, who are they? Wow. Stop making stupid people famous. James tells us, consider the examples of the prophets. My brethren... Take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and patience. Indeed, we count them blessed who endure. What is he saying with that? We count them blessed who endure. We count them blessed who successfully go through really, really bad stuff. Right? Isn't that what he's saying? We admire them. We admire them. We count them blessed. Why? Why do we lift up people who have endured hardship and tragedy? We want to hear from them. We want to hear, but we count them blessed who have endured really, really difficult things. Why? Because they are. Because they are blessed. They're blessed with, with, man, character, wisdom, depth, depth of understanding. Romans chapter 5 verse 1 teaches us, Having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. And perseverance, character. And character, hope. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. You know, we we read these beautiful statements in Scripture, but do we really believe them? I mean, do we, in fact, glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces character and character hope, you know, or perseverance and perseverance character and, and character hope? Do we really believe that? You know, we do, we do if we take the time to consider it and meditate on it and embrace what the Bible says is God's intended end for all these kinds of things. And that's the third and final observation here from James chapter 5, verse 11. The intended end, God's intended end. James writes, you've heard of the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord. 
that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. You know, the, the perseverance of Job is legendary, right? The patience of Job. But did you know that Job's suffering probably only lasted a matter of a few months? We're not given a specific, clear length of time, but it was probably less than a year. I know that I always thought about the life of Job as a life of hardship, a life of struggle, a life of difficulty. That's not accurate. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that he was the most blessed man on the entire planet when his story begins in Scripture. Blessed by God. As a matter of fact, the Bible says the devil was whining about it, right? Because he was, it's like you put a hedge of protection. Of course he, of course he loves you. I mean, look what you're doing for him. Look how you're protecting him. Look how you've blessed him. Of course he speaks highly of you. The minute you take your hand off of him, though, he'll curse you to your face. Just let me have a crack at him, and we'll see how much he loves you. That's what the devil said. And God said, okay, go for it. Job chapter 42, verse 10 tells us after everything happened, after everything was stripped away from Job, it says the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Indeed, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Then all his brothers, all his sisters, and all those who had been his acquaintances before came to him and ate food with him in his house, and they consoled him and comforted him for all the adversity that the Lord had brought upon him. Each one gave him a piece of silver and each a ring of gold. Now the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning. For he had 4,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, 1,000 female donkeys. He also had seven sons and three daughters. And he called the name of the first Jemima, the name of the second Keziah, and the name of the third Karen Hapuk. In all the land there were found no women so beautiful as the daughters of Job. And their father gave them an inheritance among their brothers. After this, Job lived 140 years and saw his children and his grandchildren for four generations. So Job died old and full of days. Job was blessed more than anybody else, in, at least in his part of the world, according to the Bible. Then he endured a few months of suffering, maybe a year, of real suffering where everything was taken away from him. Everything was stripped away from him. His health, his children, all of his resources, everything, all of his material wealth. And he was ridiculed, he was condemned, he was unjustly accused by his friends. We're not even told what his enemies had to say about him. But then God restored everything, double, and he lived another 140 years. I'm convinced that God used all of the suffering to bless Job in ways that we don't even know anything about just yet. There's one thing, though, that I noticed. Job 42.5, Job said to God, I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Therefore, I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. Job was twice as blessed. And that was God's intention all along. That was God's intention all along. He gave him twice as much in the end as he had in the beginning. But more importantly, Job was changed forever. 
as a result of the things that he endured. Job was changed. Are there things in your life that you'd like to see changed? Now, I'm not talking about circumstances. I'm talking about character flaws. I'm talking about personal weaknesses, traits in yourself that you wish weren't there, that you can't change. Addictions. There is freedom in Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us that Job went from theory to certainty. Job went from knowing about God to knowing God. He said, I, I heard about you, now I see you. That's huge. You don't get that from books, right? Job went from believing that God existed to having a relationship with him, loving him more than anything or anybody. You know, untested faith makes us feel like spiritual giants because nothing has been demanded of us. But when our faith is tested by hardships, hardships that, that bring you to the point of questioning whether or not God is, is even there or, or, you know, whether if he's there, is he good? I mean, does he even see what's happening down? Does he care about what's going on in my life? That, see, those kind of tests build in us the kind of faith that can endure anything. God isn't intimidated by your questions. He's not afraid of them. He's not offended by them. As a matter of fact, I believe he often goes to great links to push you to the point of asking them so that they can be confronted and dealt with. He loves you enough to die for you. He wants your questions answered. Questions that maybe you don't even know that, that you have. See, the irony is that the less we have to overcome, the more we think we can do alone. We don't even know how frail we are until we actually experience those battles that we were so sure we could conquer before we face them. Well, maybe you feel like you're facing an impossible situation right now. Maybe you're even embarrassed about your lack of strength or your lack of resources, your inability to, to, you know, to deal with these things. Don't be. Our Father understands that we're all human. Some of you are in the fire right now. And you're questioning whether or not it's true. And it's not necessarily even about the size of your situation. It's about the depth of your pain. It's about the, the depth of your confusion, the depth of your struggle. Maybe you've even allowed bitterness toward God to build up. But underneath it all, you, you know deep down that blaming Him for it isn't the answer. What you really need to do is just ask for His mercy just like the rest of us. The body of Christ is so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through the radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. And we want to be a part of that experience with you each day. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the link to the Calvary Chapel Miami Beach Facebook page. It would be great if you like our page and become our friend. Also, we invite you to follow our Twitter feed. 
we share information about upcoming studies at Calvary Chapel Miami Beach, encouraging scriptures, and much more. So please check out MainThingRadio.com, our Facebook page, and Twitter feed. Now, to receive a copy of this message, please log on to MainThingRadio.com, where you'll find the Main Thing Radio media player. You can listen to today's message, download today's message, or subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast. Finally, we'd also like to ask that you consider supporting Main Thing Radio. We've provided a secure option to give towards the ongoing expenses of this ministry at MainThingRadio.com. Simply click the Donate button. You've been listening to Main Thing Radio, the teaching ministry of Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Tune in next time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.